Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 183rd episode, 183rd episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And we're going to compare and contrast a passage this morning. Uh, yesterday's was from Matthew chapter 18 and was titled The Parable of the Lost Sheep. Today is from Luke chapter 15, The Parable of the Lost Sheep, but they're different. And here's how they're different. The first one was for believers that become lost, and the, this passage today is for non-believers that are lost. And I'm titling this uh, Laid Upon His Shoulders because the imagery is so wonderful at the end of the story. So the math is the same. There's 100 minus 1. Um, the God is the same. He's a pursuing God. He's a caring. He's a seeing God. But the target audience is different, and that is non-believers. So if you're a non-believer this morning, uh, pay attention because this is good stuff. Let's read. This is from Luke chapter 15 and verse 1. <clears throat> now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him. So this is sinners drawing near to Jesus and probably being drawn near. So they're doing something and Jesus is doing something all at the same time. Verse 2, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So they, you got to love the Pharisees. They they put up great arguments and grumblings, and you have to love a story that starts with a, with a dispute, with an argument, with a grumbling, where these Pharisees are saying, I don't like the Bible. I don't like that the Lord loves sinful people. I don't like that the church is full of... Uh, Sinners. I don't like that sinners are being drawn. I don't know. I don't like that there's grace that is extended to people that were worse than me. Okay. And so, in response to that, he tells them this parable. Luke 15:3. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? So here the the Greek word for lost is worse, if you will, than it is in the Matthew one. The Matthew one is more translated astray. In fact, that's what it is actually in the text. And this is lost. This is uh, this is going to be destroyed. This is uh, a much worse state of being. This is lost, lost, and in trouble and going down. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in open country and go after the one that is lost until when? How long? How far? How far is he going to go until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it upon his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep that was lost. In other words, the joy is too big for one person. We have to have a party. We have to, I have to share my joy. It's going to spill over. Verse 7, last verse. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven. In fact, it's not even in just in your neighborhood, this joy. This joy is in heaven, angels maybe. Over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous person who needs no repentance. So let's look at God's part for a second. Here's God's part. is He sees, he knows, and then he goes after 
And then how long does he go after? Again, we see this relentless pursuit of believers in Matthew, and here we see his relentless pursuit of non-believers. And then after he has found them, with the sheep's cooperation, I suppose, here in verse 7, we'll get to that in a second, he lays it upon his shoulders, he rejoices. Uh, so primarily he was involved right from the beginning in drawing and convicting this sinner. So then what's the person's part? The person's part is to repent, to agree, hey, I'm lost and I need a rescue and I realize that I'm a sinful person. So it's the one sinner who repents. And I guess you don't get to do this corporately. This is a individual thing. So do you agree that your sin is not okay? Do you agree that you are not okay? Um, that's the bad news. The good news is we've got a savior and a seeker who comes and wants to wants to carry us. We've got this heavy lifting of God. Uh, James Boyce wrote a commentary about this, and he said and he asked a great question. He said, "Doesn't God have anything better to do than go and chase chase around lost sheep? I mean, isn't he running the universe? Isn't uh, isn't he directing the flow of entire of the entire history?" So in answer to this question, I think the answer is no. No, this is God's primary business is running after the astray, running after the uh, running after the lost, seeking sinners. This is what it is all about. This is what the world is primarily about. So don't be surprised that God pers- that maybe you feel the call of God pursuing you or being drawn by the Lord. Okay. So in conclusion, uh, repent if you're a sinner and repent because you're a sinner because that uh, entails everybody. Do you feel lost? Do you feel uh, God pursuing you? Do you feel a call from God? If so, agree with him. Be saved from true lostness and destruction. Uh, If you feel that you are being drawn by the Lord, if you feel that you've been gone after, and pursued, then draw near, cooperate with God, be convicted, repent, agree with them. Who wants to be lost? Who wants to perish? Who wants to be destroyed? Nobody. And don't you want to be laid upon Jesus' shoulders? Don't you want to be rejoiced over with neighbor, with his you know, local neighbors as well as uh, all people in heaven? Yes. If this is you, my dear listener, if you are a sinner who needs to repent, then repent and agree with God and be saved from your lostness. Why? Well, he'll carry you home. He'll lay you upon his shoulders. Isn't that a beautiful thing?